welcome to the Niche Enrollment Insights Podcast. This episode is a special one to me. It's one of the sessions from our Higher Ed Insights Summit 2023. If you'd rather watch the session than listen, go ahead and find all those on the Enrollment Insights blog at niche.bz insights. And under the Enrollment Insights blog in the menu, choose Higher Ed Insights Summit. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone has been having an awesome and engaging and insightful day here at the Higher Ed Insight Summit. I'm here with Devin Ferguson from Forsyth Technical Community College in North Carolina. Really looking forward to um, his session on marketing to adult learners and career changers. And I'm going to pass it over to Devin, who I know has a lot of amazing content to share with you guys today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mia. Uh, Thank you, uh, Will. Uh, Will Patch is behind the scenes. Um, he is amazing. Uh, I, I, they did not ask me to say anything about this, but I, I just can't start uh, this off without first um, thanking Niche for everything that they are for Forsyth Tech Community College here in North Carolina. Um, we are a, a premier premium partner with with Niche, and uh, we, we've seen such great increases uh, within our lead capture and the way that we're able to to really really engage with with youth, um, with students. Um, you know it. It, it, it's really just amazing. And so I'm, I'm really thankful and really honored to, to have been asked to, to present. Um, and if you have any questions about anything at, at the end of this, I'm going to share my contact information. If you have any questions about niche or, you know, um, just just some some uh, case study type things that you want to know from that that regard. Let me know. Send me an email. Find me on uh, uh, social media, and uh, we get, I'm happy to talk about that anytime. But without any further ado, I want to talk a little bit about marketing to adult learners and career changers. This is such a huge, huge um, audience segment that we have and that we can engage with. Um, everyone sort of has heard about the enrollment cliff and how we don't have enough population of people going into high school to sort of fill the gap. So where should we be looking? Where where are where is there opportunity? And there are a lot of Americans um, that have some college but no credential, and so um, that's sort of uh, one of the one of the great audiences, this, these adult learners, these career changers who may have some college, but no credential. Uh, and that's really where we are starting to leverage a lot of our, um, our recruitment and marketing and enrollment energies. Um, so let me just give a quick introduction about myself, a quick introduction about Forsyth Tech, uh, and then we can uh, continue on into the presentation. So first off, I've been at Forsyth Tech uh, since 2020. I started in August, so I've been here for three years. Um, I serve as the Executive Director of Marketing and Student Care. I'm sure that that might sound weird to some people, like what is student care and how does marketing uh, connect with that? Um, So student care is a new uh, uh, division that we built a, a little over a year ago that is sort of that first step for students. We almost want to have this this white glove concierge for our students. So no matter um, if they're sending in a chat or uh, they have a phone call or a question, we've created this contact center, this front door experience. Um, We try to handle 80% 
80% of all inquiries that come from our students and, and our community and parents and prospective students. So that is where that marketing sort of it deepens the funnel a bit into that student care piece. Um, it's something that we've, like I said, we've done for a little over a year. Um, we've seen some really cool, really cool success with that. And so uh, that's just a little bit about me. I've been, I've been doing this uh, higher ed marketing thing for um, almost eight years now. And uh, I really enjoy it. And I really love Forsyth Tech. Forsyth Tech is a community college in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and we have a two-county service area. So um, we serve Forsyth County and we serve Stokes County, um, and, and they're very two different counties. One is incredibly rural. Uh, one is, is much more, you know, Winston-Salem is the fifth largest city in North Carolina, so more urban um, so, so we have a lot of different, uh, different um, types of students and, and backgrounds from our students uh, here in, in the community college system. I will admit that uh, a lot of the things that I'm talking about uh, is specifically tailored for community colleges. And um, I, before coming to a community college, I worked at a private four-year college, um, and the differences are, are stark. Um, I, I find a lot of my inspiration for a lot of the marketing things that I do from four-year universities. Um, you know, I think that a lot of times people feel like we have to aspire to, to, to be like that. But I do think there are, some, there are some key marketing things that community colleges do really, really well. And I think that our four-year partners um, would find a lot of benefit from maybe implementing um, some of those those things. So I hope that this is um, this presentation is a great contextualization for you and that you can take some of these ideas that may not directly apply to you or your students or your school, um, but then that you can morph them and then you can adapt them and change them and maybe it gives you an idea or something. Um, so, yeah, this is not a, uh, I, I don't have all the answers. Uh, I hope that I can give you a couple of insights that that we've had here at Forsyth Tech. Um, but uh, yeah, so so more about uh, Forsyth Tech. We've got about 22,000 students annually, and the average age of our students is 27 years old. So uh, we consider adult learner uh, 25 plus. That's sort of our benchmark and our statistics that we use. So the average student at Forsyth Tech is an adult learner based on that metric. Um, when we had graduation this past May, um, our youngest graduate was 16 years old and our oldest graduate was 77 years old. So we've got a, a whole gamut of, of different ways that our students, um, uh, you know, ingest media and 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 hear about us different different ways that we have to we have to connect and engage with our students and so this is just just one of those ways and then we've got a ton of programs we've got programs from aviation to welding we've got more health science programs um, of any community college in North Carolina and so um, there, there's just a lot of different opportunity a lot of different uh, things and I just wanted to give you a picture of Forsyth Tech of our school, just so you can you can sort of understand uh, some 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 of the following conversations that we're going to have here in this presentation. 
our mission statement. We're very, very proud of this. And and I I put this in this slide because I really think that the mission and vision of your institution has to be at the forefront of what you're doing. Um, it has to really lead the charge in what you're doing here. So Forsyth Tech Community College advances student success through excellence in learning, completion, equity, and postgraduate outcomes. Our vision statement is that Forsyth Tech is a catalyst for equitable economic mobility, empowering lives, and transforming communities. We are passionate about making Winston-Salem, Forsyth County, Stokes County, a more equitable place, a place where people who are born in poverty can get out of poverty, a place where people can come and find a career and find a family sustaining wage. And so that underpinning is sort of the, the basis, that's the foundation of what we're doing. And the reason that adult learners and reaching adult learners, reaching um, career changers is so important to us. Because if we don't reach them, if we don't, if we don't, uh, you know, let them know that there's a way for them to to move up in and and create a family sustaining wage, then who is going to help them? And so I think with that in mind, uh, we sort of transition to sort of understanding the adult learner. So who are adult learners? Who are career changers? And we have to understand a little bit about them as as people. Um, so they're, they're unique characteristics. You know, there's a variety of ages, a variety of backgrounds. Um, adult learners have a variety of responsibilities and prior education. They have a variety of goals. So there may be some adult learners that you are encountering who want to completely restart. They they went down a path that they did not want to go down and they're they're looking for a fresh start. Some that are trying to build upon what they have. Some where it's it's you know they just need a change in their life, a change for their family. So understanding uh the unique characteristics of adult learners is really really important. Next is sort of the motivations that you have to understand and this was really really key for us um their career progression career change, personal growth, family welfare. These are all um, motivating factors for our students uh, that are adult learners and career changers. Next, the challenges. Um, there are significant challenges that adult learners have that more traditional age students may not have. Um, so like the time management piece, um, you know, most Adults might have other other employment and, and they need various modalities of learning. So um, understanding that that there are different different pieces, uh, financial and technological barriers that they may have. Um, so we started this process uh, with adult with an adult learner campaign. We really, really got serious about this a little um, about a year ago. And and obviously, when I say that, I mean, we started an actual adult learner-centered campaign. And we really, really, really focused on those learners. Um, and so I'm, I'm really going to dive into this campaign that we that we did and sort of talk a little bit about that. Um, but we started this whole process off with focus groups. So we went back and we looked at um, stopouts. So people that were over the age of 25 that had stopped pursuing their degree at Forsyth Tech. 
And we went and invited them to several focus sessions. We had ones that were virtual. We had ones that were in person. Uh, like I said, we have nine campuses across two counties. So we would do them at various campuses to try to get different pockets and different zip codes within our area. And we talked to them and we asked them, what is it like to be an adult learner? What, what are the challenges that you're facing? What are, the, what, are, what, what are ways that Forsyth Tech can support you? And what we found was that financial uh, barriers was, was huge. Um, Childcare was huge for our students. And um, technological, uh, um, you know, feeling like they, they didn't know how to work Blackboard. They didn't know how to work their computers. They didn't know how to work their email and things of that nature. Those were the barriers that they had um, that were the most prominent. And so uh, we we started at that that level a uh, focus group to sort of see you know what are the what are the students um, what are they experiencing here in Winston Salem in our two counties in our service area might be very different for you uh, you know if if you're teaching or if you're if you're over an online master's degree program um, your students might look very different. Um, but still, I think, I, think, I think the understanding, hearing it directly from the students was a very, very important piece to this project. And, um, I, you know, it, immeasurably, immeasurably important. Uh, and we got some, some really gold data from that. It took a long time. It was a lot of, a lot of um, focus groups and a lot of, of human power, uh, but it was very, very worth it. Um, the next thing that I want to sort of talk about is the influences on decision making. Um, you know, obviously, we understand that the economic factors paired with the career and growth aspirations and then family and personal circumstances. These are all spheres that influence the decision making of career changers and adult learners. Not everyone is the same, but the ultimate the ultimate, uh, if I could give you one nugget, the piece that you need to, to remember from this is that tailored support is crucial. So no matter if you're a community college or you're a four-year private university or you're a public university or you're a doctoral program, um, tailored support is crucial for our adult learners. And, and that support comes in a variety of ways. I know you're thinking like, wait, I thought I was going to hear about marketing. Well, if you don't have, you know, it's like sales and marketing. If, if you don't have the product, and then it doesn't matter how great you are with the marketing because your customers are not going to be happy and, and they're not going to complete. They're not going to continue on. They're not going to get that credential. They're not going to get that career to uh, advance their, themselves. So, um, yeah, tailored support is very, very crucial to the marketing piece as well. It's almost like you have to put your money where your mouth is. Um, so let me let me go into some of the things that Forsyth Tech did and some of the ways that, that we did this. And the first way was creating, um, after our focus group, was creating tailored messaging um, and, and using some tailored messaging strategies. So one thing that we did was we created unique special drip campaigns for students that um, were interested or that that received a digital advertisement from us. So for instance, we had a unique landing page uh, for each ad set. Whenever a student put in their information that they were interested in the program, 
Uh, that was a form in our CRM, which is element 451, um, excuse me, element 451. And um, that automatically started a drip campaign for those adult learners. So we knew from the form that they filled out what program they were interested in and that they had seen the 25 plus ad. This started that campaign. It started with text messaging, emails. It was personalized. Uh, you know, the, the, the content, the imagery was dynamic. So um, that, was, that was really critical in, in our targeted messaging. Next, we talked about value proposition. That, that's huge. And, and I know that, you know, we didn't do that very well at the beginning. Um, our, our website was not uh, where it needs to be. We just relaunched our website about two months ago. And um, we've included a lot of those value propositions on our website. So like, you know, wh what happens if I get this degree? What am I going to be able to do with that? What kind of money am I going to make? What is the return on investment? So, so that is the whole idea of value proposition. Being able to show students and adult learners that there is a return on this investment that they are making. This investment with their time, investment with their family, you know, uh, this, it's, it's a hard thing to do. So what am I going to get in return? It's very, very important. And uh, we utilize that within our drip campaign as well. The next piece with the targeted messaging strategies that we did, well, and this is, not, this is not rocket science. This is nothing crazy. I'm sure that you all have, uh, you all have content uh, like this. Um, but that's student stories that spoke to each, each person. So, you know, having a single mom talk about how, uh, important it was to come back to Forsyth Tech and finish her degree. And and why? Why did she do that? Well, for her kids. That that was her reason. That's her why. She talked about that in, the, in her video. This is Natasha here. Um, and uh, she she was she was our, our amazing, amazing student um, that helped us with this video. And, and just being able to tell stories that are tailored to your audience is really, really huge. Um, so we're super thankful for Natasha and uh, her amazing testimony about Forsyth Tech. The next thing that we did was we created a digital marketing campaign and we used several techniques. Now, I had mentioned um, earlier that we had created a landing page that was specific to adult learners. And the reason that we did this is because we wanted to really be able to segment and see exactly the leads that were coming through and able to watch them um, move through the funnel, through the, the enrollment funnel, and not just to enrollment, but how are they persisting? How are they continuing on to the next semester? Because that's huge for us. Um, so we developed unique um, landing pages, and we, we started this, this campaign called Better Skills, Better Jobs, Better Future, uh, or Better Skills, Better Jobs for short. Um, and so uh, whenever a student uh, or an, an interested prospect would see a search ad or they would see a display ad or something on Facebook or Instagram, when they clicked on it, it would bring them to this unique landing page where they could request information. Like I said, that would then start that drip campaign. Um, and so I'm going to show you a couple of the things that we learned uh, in our digital marketing and in the strategies that we used. Um, I will say this was before the um, 
we, we, we implemented all of this before the, the rise of chat GPT and AI usage. And so um, I think if I had a chance to go back um, and do this again, and I'm doing this now, so this is a little nugget for you, use BARD, B-A-R-D, it's Google's AI, use BARD to sort of help you populate um, search engine marketing um, keywords. Uh, BARD is created by Google. And, um, it's, it's really, it's, it's a great, you know, I'm looking for keywords that are specific with not a high cost acquisition for masters of business administration. What are the best keywords? Well, BARD comes from Google. Um, so, so use BARD. Um, I would go back if I could go back and, and, and do this again, this is the way I would do it. Um, but, uh, I am using it for other, other things. Anyway, that was free. I'm not going to charge you guys for that. Um, that is, uh, that's, that's not on a slide. So, um, let me go through and talk a little bit about the way that, that we did this with, um, with some of our various, uh, digital marketing techniques. So, uh, we created ad sets and we decided that we were going to focus on a handful of degree programs. Um, you know, as a community college, and I'm sure larger, uh, colleges and universities, you've got tons of programs and tons of different things that people might be interested in. So we really wanted to go after things that we thought were high demand and high career wage things, you know. Um, so advanced manufacturing was one of those those pieces, um, you know, CNC machining, uh, additive machining, uh, welding uh, is considered advanced manufacturing, mechatronics. So those programs sort of are all housed under there. Um, we've got a booming, booming um, advanced manufacturing here in in Forsyth and Stokes County, mainly Forsyth County. And, uh, you know, we can barely get welders through their classes, basically, um, at this point. Uh, you know, we've got industry coming in and scooping them up before they complete their degrees. Uh, so advanced manufacturing is a huge, huge uh, area for us. Uh, the next was, uh, you know, we had a general awareness of so just a branding um, ad group. Then we had our IT network management. So something that was more um, computer related. Then our EMT and paramedic emergency medical science degree program. Uh, that's a, there's a huge need. There's a huge uh you know, decrease in paramedics uh, around our area. And so in an effort to help fill that and also create a great family sustaining wage, um, or at least a launch pad to go into a different um, health program, um, we, we started pushing our EMT and paramedic program. Then our aviation systems technology program. We're here in we're here in um, the Piedmont Triad of North Carolina. We've got Honda Jet here, Boom, um, a, a lot of different aviation. Uh, uh, industry partners are, are here in the area. And so that's that's a big a big one. And then HVAC uh, facilities maintenance. Um, that's a more trades-based uh, trades based program. And um, it's, it's very high wage. If anyone has broken their air conditioner this summer, you know that that is, <laughs> that is uh, not a, an inexpensive uh, uh, skilled labor person. So, um, Basically, we had these ad groups, and uh, these are the number of leads that we got that we acquired from from uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. So 
from this section, this was our highest conversion rate of 4.65%. Uh, the cost per acquisition for these leads was about $145. Um, so that was that was just sort of the test that we had there. Um, next, uh, we go into Google search. Like I had mentioned, uh, if if you if I could do this over again, do your research, do all the the, the um, keyword research with Bard and and use utilize AI for that. I think that that's that's super helpful. We saw here it was really interesting. Um, we saw that a lot, This the search generally skewed younger. We got a lot more younger conversions and clicks um, with, with our Google search. Um, but we had a, an incredibly high click-through rate, almost 6%, uh, which, is, which is high, uh, you know, with the uh, industry standard, um, with, with our Google search, which we were very happy about. Actually, Google search is our number one lead generating um, uh, channel that we have here at Forsyth Tech in just general, general uh, digital marketing. Next, Google Display Advertising. This was our most cost-effective cost per acquisition at about eighty-one dollars. Um, and we we see here that the display ads performed much better for our adult learners uh, uh, in this regard. Next, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Great, LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn, right? Uh, LinkedIn, our cost per acquisition was almost $1,000 and we got six leads. So this was something that showed us, wait a second, maybe we should scale back on LinkedIn. And I, I want to say that I, I threw this in here because... Um, a lot of the things that we do here in marketing, we we are, um, you know, we, we are data driven and we want to be data driven and we want to be um, making our decisions based on data. However, there is a little bit of of throwing spaghetti at the wall uh, in, in marketing. And so um, I love to test things and to see if things are working or how things are working or if we need to optimize them. So we realized that LinkedIn for us, um, while we were getting pretty qualified leads, um, that it was the cost per acquisition was way too high for our budget and, and we weren't able to continue to use it. That doesn't mean, I, I want you to hear this, that doesn't mean LinkedIn, LinkedIn sucks and like all of the, all of doing digital advertising with LinkedIn is a, is a bad idea. No, absolutely not. For your school, for your audience segment, for your adult learner, it might be the perfect place to start getting leads and to start working and, and do your digital marketing. Um, it just wasn't great for us. Um, and so those are some of the, the pieces that we had with the digital marketing. As you know, as we had, I had mentioned, Every time someone would click on one of these, it would take them to a landing page where they were able to fill in their information, raise their hand, and then we were able to start them on that drip campaign, start calling out to them, um, and put them in that enrollment funnel. Um, so, so this was our Better Skills, Better Jobs, Better Future campaign, and just some of the highlights of what we saw with some of the digital marketing efforts. The next thing that I want to talk about, so so let me just refresh because I know I've I've talked pretty fast. Um, we had targeted messaging, so so that was a, a, a tactic that we used, being very targeted in your messaging, being personalized and things of that nature, and then having really really well thought out digital marketing campaigns and techniques and channels 
and making sure that we weren't sending people in a black hole, making sure that there was there was some sort of call to action for our students. Um, fill out this form. So uh, so those those are the first two uh, of my of my uh, points for you with with marketing to adult learners. The next piece um, goes a bit deeper into the marketing funnel. Um, and, and that's where we start talking about some of our strategic community partnerships. So uh, marketing is not just digital, as I had mentioned. Um, I talked a little earlier about how tailored support is crucial. And that tailored support will look different for, for, for each organization. It's going to look different for each organization. But these are some of the ways that the tailored support came out um, at Forsyth Tech and how uh, we were best able to utilize some of our community partnerships. So first off, we look at local business collaboration. We partnered with Habitat for Humanity in our area in Winston-Salem, Forsyth County um, for our adult learners because we wanted to know how we could help people that this, this charity was aiding and assisting. So, you know, not only helping them have housing, but how can we help them create a career, you know, a career, uh, get a career and have a family sustaining wage. So um, partnering with Habitat for Humanity with our adult learners um, was, was really, really important to us. Um, and the way that we did that, we would uh, set up booths at their, at their, um, their events and they, they were great partners with us, sharing data with us, um, just allowing us to come into the door and, and have a seat at the table uh, was really, really important. And we and uh, has been a great, a great collaboration. But, you know, there, there are many more ways that we can collaborate with businesses. Um, the next way was nonprofit organizations. So uh, we had a faith leaders breakfast and this is all tied into adult learners. So this was these are specific initiatives that we did to increase adult learner enrollment. Um, so we invited uh, a group, uh, an interfaith group um, from Winston-Salem, Forsyth County, Stokes County to come and have breakfast with us. Uh, and at that breakfast, uh, we, we asked the faith leaders, um, how can we help serve you and serve your your congregations? How can we, uh, you know, we believe that education is such an important part to battling poverty uh, and, and, and helping our community. And that's what you are here for. We, we, we have similar goals, right? Um, so how can we better partner together and, and um, work together to serve your, your congregation or people in your congregation that may, might need to be upskilled or to uh, have a degree or things like that? It was a great great ecumenical coming together of of partners and it was really one of those thinking outside the box uh things that we were able to do to to garner um additional additional help with our our community the next piece is uh government support and programs so one thing that we found in our um in our uh stuff like the word has just left my mind. Uh, focus groups. Oh my goodness! Uh, one thing that we learned in our focus groups was that transportation was an issue for a, a whole group of our adult learners. So we partnered with Winston Salem Transit Authority to um, purchase. We have a we have a bus 
stop at several of our campuses. And so we were able to purchase um, bus passes for students uh, that would last an entire month or, you know, and they, they were able to come and use them. So being able to really tailor the support for each each student by utilizing those strategic community partnerships was very, very important to us. The next piece um, that, that is really important to, to marketing to adult learners in our context, and I'm sure that you can contextualize this in other ways, and that's personalized support services. So, um, you know, we, we found that a lot of students struggle with childcare. Childcare is expensive. And if you're coming to do school, if, you're, if, you, have, if you have work, um, if you've got one parent uh, who is working, one parent who is well, watching children or things of that nature, um, it makes it very hard. It makes it very hard for you to, to, to physically come somewhere or to, to even do an online class because your, your energies are, are so kept up there. Um, we actually have a child lab school uh, on our campus, and so we were able to help utilize that. When we have adult learner-focused events, um, like our open house, which I'm going to talk about uh, in a few minutes, um, we ask, we're going to have free childcare there. How many, how many children do you have? So, so we, we have planned um, to, to have that support for our students um, with childcare. The next, we have something at our institution. It's really special. I love it. It's called Forsyth Tech Cares, and it's a holistic wraparound support network that we have um, baked into, into our student services. And so um, we have pantries uh, on every single one of our campuses um, that have food and frozen, like frozen foods, rice, I mean, milk, um, toilet paper, uh, you know, personal items, school supplies, uh, you know, notebooks, paper, uh, binders, folders, all of these different things. And that's for all of our students, faculty and staff. I mean, anyone that is in need can, can come and utilize those. Um, we also do a lot of personal support uh, for counseling uh, through Forsyth Tech Cares. Um, we, have, uh, we have a partnership with Wake Forest uh, School of Law where we can help people with, with non-criminal um, court things uh, pro bono. So we have that, that, that partnership with them. We, we just try to really think of like, what are the life happens things that could keep, that could throw our students off track. A lot of community college students and a lot of your students probably as well are one flat tire away from not finishing their semester. And so um, that's that's really where Forsyth Tech Cares uh, came to be. Uh, it started out, out of the pandemic. Uh, it was something that we saw was a, a huge need out, outside of the pandemic. And that's been a huge support for our students because they're able to come and judgment-free, you know, get the supplies that they need, um, get, you know, if they need gas, they need a gas car, they need a, 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 a bus pass, they need any of those those things, we're able to provide that for our students. Um, and we're very thankful for our to our donors and our foundation for being able to, to support that so far. And then the next way uh, that we have personalized support service, we, we actually hired a adult success coach. And so um, this coach is someone who is supposed to be in the corner of our adult learners, um, this is this is huge, uh, and this is what I, when I say like putting our money where our mouth is. We knew that if we wanted to create a tailored support network 
for our adult learners, we had to have someone who was there, someone that people trusted, someone that people were able to call and say, hey, I don't know how to get into Blackboard. Can you help me? I don't know how to, you know, uh, payment deadline is today, you know, things like that, where, where students are able to get in touch um, quickly and, and be able to utilize that. So we, we've actually, we hired one. We just recently, uh, after, after this campaign and sort of growing our adult learners um, in this cohort, we, we hired another adult success coach. So um, that, that's something that we've been doing and we've seen a lot of great success with that. Next is uh, for SciTech success, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one piece of success is our adult learner open house. It's something where we invite adult learners to. Uh, we have food, we have free childcare, and then um, we are we have uh, all of our student support services. So counseling, veteran services, student life and engagement. Everyone has a little booth. It's almost like a little little uh, career fair, college fair, um, but just with student support services. They come in, uh, our president welcomes them and is able to, to tell them how important that uh, their, their being there is to her and to our institution. Um, and then we have our adult success coaches get to meet and greet and, and, and see all of all of these students make connections. They get to make connections with faculty. They also get to make connections with other adult learners. So they're able to see like, oh, I'm not the only one in this class with two children, or I'm not the only one in this class who's taking care of my mother or, or something like that. So, um, you know, it, it's been a great, great thing for us. And we've seen because of having that adult learner open house at the beginning of every semester we've seen our, our melt uh, decrease dr drastically. So that's been a really great um, successful piece from our, uh, from our campaign. Next, we saw a 22% conversion to applicant um, with our digital marketing. And the most exciting thing for me is that literally from those conversions, there were three people that completed within the first semester. So this is what this means. They were one semester away from getting their degree and they stopped. Something happened. Maybe it was a bill. Maybe it was a life event. Maybe someone in their family got sick or passed away or they just couldn't mentally do it. But we reached back out to them. We got them back and we were able to help walk them across that finish line uh, and earn their credentials. So we, we had three completions just during the first semester after launching this campaign, which was really, really special to us. Uh, and then the next uh, way that we've seen this as a success is this has been um, something the, the way that we've we've really attacked uh, adult learners and career changers. It's become a replicable model for other audiences. So we've we've now started a first generation campaign. I'm a first generation college student, and so we started this campaign where we've got these stickers, we've got these shirts about first generation. People put them on their doors. We want students to know that if you come to Forsyth Tech, there are a number of people that are in your in your in your corner. We understand what it's like to be a first generation college student. We want to help you. We know that you may not understand all of the vocabulary that we use and the higher ed speak that we use. And we're here to help you. And we're here to demystify that and help you be successful. So um, that's that's a, an outbranching campaign um, that we have created based on this. Next, uh, just some actionable insights for you all. Like I said, I've said this probably 15 times this, this presentation, tailored support is crucial 
tailored support is crucial. So don't forget that, um, whatever that may look like in your, in your own context. Understand your particular adult learner segment. You might be a grad school. You might be an online school. You might be, um, you know, a, a liberal arts school. You, you've got every single one of us probably has a different segment of adult learners. So understand, try to understand that. Do those focus groups, get that data, get that understanding. And then my last actionable insight for you is be high touch, have high engagement. Um, I feel like that was one of the reasons that we were able to be successful with our campaign was we had lots of touch points for students. We wanted to really shepherd them through the process and walk them through. So um, that was that was really, really impactful for us. So uh, in conclusion, just recapping, we talked about targeted messaging as a tactic. We talked about digital marketing campaigns and techniques as a tactic. We talked about strategic community partnerships. How can we partner with our, our community to see how we can serve adult learners? And then how can we increase our personalized support services within our college to help meet the needs of the adult learner? Um, so uh, at this time, I will open it up to questions. Also, I've got my email there, my Twitter or X or whatever it's being called now um, is also there. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Mia. Thank you, Devin. I enjoyed listening to all of your uh, musings on LinkedIn advertising. I feel like you and I could have a chat about <laughs> throwing spaghetti at the wall on LinkedIn. And it is one of my favorite hobbies um, as a marketer. Um, we do have two questions from anonymous attendees, uh, questions so far. Um, we do have one attendee who is curious on the budget that you used uh, for your marketing campaign. Yes, so we spent about... $40,000 in digital advertising. So that was our total amount of spend. Um, and we did that within about three to four months um, was our spend. So we had about 10,000 uh, a month that we spent. My own personal follow-up question, what months did you focus though that advertising budget into? So yeah, that was, um, that was going into the spring semester. So it was November, December, January, February. Nice. Yes. We, um, so Scythe Tech has five entry points. We have eight week courses. So okay. um, we, we don't just follow like a semester by semester. So um, we're, we're a little bit more nimble whenever it comes to sort of uh, planning that. No, that is really helpful though. And I think interesting It's like people, I think we get that question a lot is like, how much money should I spend and when should I spend it? Yes. <laughs> um, being able to get like transparent information on that, I think it's really helpful. Um, next question, it looks like it's kind of like a two-part question from the same attendee. So one, what does your staff look like in terms of roles and how many people, um, and then particularly interested in how you staff partnerships? Right. So, that's a great question. And so let me start with the marketing team that I oversee, and then I'll, I'll talk about student care because we're sort of two different um, areas. So marketing, I have, including myself, two, three, four, five part, five full-time people, including myself. Um, and uh, we've got one person that does words. We've got one person that does graphics. We've got one person that does video and, and, and website. And then we've got one person that does knowledge management. Um, and that's been really huge for us because that feeds into our student care team. Uh, our student care team, we've got, um, we've got a lot of student care representatives 
Uh, so we have a director over that, and then we've got about 14 um, people that are working in that contact center. And so um, the reason that we have uh, quite a few is because first off, the volume is huge. There's a lot of volume of calls and emails and chats on our website and, and text messages coming in and out um, that these, these student care reps are using. And then also we have extended times. So we know that not every student is an eight to five person. They, they might have to work like we do. And so um, being able to be there from seven to six and sort of add some hours, we, we eventually want to, want to uh, add, add, you know, a little bit more and, and do, do as much as we possibly can. Um, but that's sort of that. I, I don't oversee any of the adult success coaches or anything of that nature. We do have, we have two adult success, success coaches um, that we utilize. So I hope that was helpful. Um, all right. Another good, oh, wait, someone said, can you repeat that at 244? Um, so hold on, let me backtrack. They said, can you repeat that? What do the five do and how is it divided up? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's Devin. He, you know, what does he do? I don't know. Um, he talks a lot. And then there's, uh, there's Jenny Terry. I'm going to say everybody's name because they're amazing. And I love these, the, this team. So Jenny Terry is our lead uh, graphic designer and brand strategist. Uh, Lauren Werner is a director of communication. So um, all communications and words and, and writing and um, things of that nature go off uh, press releases, media, uh, public information is Lauren Werner. And then we have uh, digital uh, media and communication coordinator, uh, Ash Lucero, and he uh, does a lot of our videography. He does a lot of photography. Um, and he started in February. So he's he's a new addition. And then um, the other person that I have is um, Hannah Wilson, who is our knowledge uh, management specialist. Um, that's a brand new position. We just hired that a month ago. And that's to help create a knowledge base um, for our student care reps, because there's just so much information that they have to know to be able to help students. And so having, creating a knowledge base that is continually updated and make sure that information is correct. Um, she has a lot of other responsibilities besides that, but that's the main, the main piece for her. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these questions are definitely people trying to figure out like, how do they do it all? How are they, how do they do it all? Um, do you spend the same amount of money and run like like every time you run a campaign, do you have the same budget for it or is it changing from campaign to campaign? What's your strategy there? So usually my overall budget. So like if I'm like, OK, for this semester run, I'm going to spend 60 grand. Let's just say that that's my ad spend or whatnot. Um, that usually remains the same. I usually don't change that. What I do change is based on what is performing well. So uh, for a long period there, uh, we were we were spending a lot of money on things like that sounded cool, that's that felt hip, like oh we're gonna do Spotify advertising and we're gonna do um, you know I know connected TV is huge right now. People are really trying to get connected TV. That might work for some people. Did not work for us. Uh, and the cost per acquisition was in that one. Uh, you know, more than a thousand dollar range for us. That was not worth it. We saw that we got the most impact from search engine. So we really started to divert and funnel that funding into, into um, 
search engine. And we've actually, uh, you know, I just completed this. We actually uh, increased our leads um, by 36% from last year by shifting all of the, a, a lot of the funding that we were spending on other, you know, ancillary uh, digital marketing pieces to search. So that, that was huge for us sort of seeing those insights and being able to make um, the decision to, of where we want to spend the money. Devin, I feel, like, I feel like we could really have a follow-up. That's just like the anatomy of a campaign. I feel like you're really, everyone wants to know the nitty gritty of this because it was so successful. Will, I'm feeling a follow-up podcast or blog here. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I have to be brutal time for, we have just a minute left, but we do have uh, two more questions. I'm going to pick one. It was the one that came in first. Okay. Um, how and who manages your website and like, what is the goal of the website? Is it just information or is it lead gen? keeping okay. an eye on the clock. That is a great question. I, I'll, be, I'll, be as quick as, I'll be as quick as I can. So um, the website is is managed by three people on my team. That's Lauren Werner, Ashley Lucero, and me. We are the three that sort of, of have that. We just rebuilt the website. So it's really special to us. Um, Lauren, like I said, is very words-based. Ash is very visual, video, photography-based. And so he's able to really create some of the designs. Lauren does the words. Um, I do nothing, clearly. Uh, and so um, that that's sort of the how we, how we divide the website work. Um, but the second part of your question, which was, is our website, what's the purpose of our website? Um, being community college, we have so many different audience types and so many different types of students. Um, we, we just know that students are our number one goal. Uh, and I define that as prospective students. So I really, really utilize the website as a lead gen piece. So having a call to action, having, um, a request for information on every page that I can, where it doesn't look silly. Um, I have that. So I'm, I'm really, really particular about that. But we've also found, uh, you know, much, you know, to, to my, unfortunately for my marketing heart, um, that a lot of, there are a lot of things that current students and faculty and staff have really, uh, that they really need on the website as well. Um, I was very against that whenever I first launched this website about a month and a half ago, but uh, I've gotten, I've gotten more and more, uh, I've, I've listened more and more and realized that that I have to I have to sort of um I sort of have to have my secondary audience audience as as faculty and current students and um let them let them uh have the information that they need there so I hope that answered your question that is fantastic advice in terms of the website I feel like couldn't have answered it any better um I know we have to keep the day moving. Devin, you were amazing. So, so yeah. much good information. Don't sit there and say you don't do anything yourself. Your ability to share so much detail that everyone here is looking for is so helpful. Um, again, we will be sharing this, the slides and the recordings early next week. Um, and I know Devin had his contact information up um, on the previous slides. So if you have any other questions, you seem like an open book. So uh, thank, you. thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Um, and I hope everyone has a good rest of their day and a great weekend. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone.